Hello, my lovely people. Great peace, great joy fills and overshadows me. It's not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is unconditional love, perfect peace that passes all understanding, joy in your soul, and goodwill to mankind. So once you attain all this, you attract material riches to yourself. It is wonderful. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Thursday, July 7th, July 7th 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it, all of it. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions. That is a still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude that has let the whole world join me to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark continent. We found the truth. And we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time. And I'm very much aware. If I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. If I can see it in my mind, oh, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in a garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, Admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to talk to you and the world on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from today's topic. So the topic for today is poverty is a mental disease. It should be abolished from the surface of this earth. The topic for today is poverty is a mental disease. It should be abolished from the surface of this earth. There are many verses that speak to this, so I leave you to do your own research. But today, Infinite Intelligence led me to our own Nelson Mandela on what he said on poverty. So let me read it to you. Overcoming poverty is not a task of charity. It is an act of justice. Like slavery and apathy, poverty is not natural. It is man-made and it can be overcome and eradicated by the actions of human beings. Sometimes it falls on a generation to be great. You can be that great generation. Let your greatness blossom, Nelson Mandela. I salute him in the other world. I love him very much. I salute him in the other world. This is what our own Nelson Mandela said. So instead of pointing fingers, just let it start from you and I. It says sometimes it falls on a generation to be great. You can be that great, you can be that great generation. Let your greatness blossom. How happy our own Nelson Mandela will be if the whole Africa is littered with inventions, innovations, and beauty. I love him very much and I salute him in the other world. It will please his soul immensely if the whole Africa is turned from 
filth and it's full of inventions, beauty, innovations and all. And everybody's trooping in to come and see what God has done through all of us. You'll be so happy. Let us make him proud then. That's all. So again, the topic is poverty is a mental disease. It's a mental disease. It should be abolished from the surface of this earth. Disease means a lack of ease, poise, balance, and equilibrium. If you were physically ill, if you are ill, you consult your physician or doctor, right? That is the right thing to do. So no matter how you may seem to be poor, if you begin to think of riches, advancement, progression, and take steps towards it, and tap into your God-given talent, your deeds will definitely find you because you are fulfilling your sacred path in the universe. And the universe has no choice than to reward you with a heaven on earth. There's a principle for abundance, but none for poverty. A principle for beauty, none for ugliness. A principle for honesty, but none for dishonesty. A principle for truth, but none for lies or falsehood. So now, since we are talking of poverty, let us concentrate on that. A principle for abundance, none for poverty. Yeah. Look around you and you will you'll not fail to realize that people are working very hard. Two, three, four jobs. Yet, they are very poor. People break their backs, bones, joints, joints and all that. They are submerged in debt. They live from paycheck to paycheck. Ask these individuals for money. And they'll put the money and they, they, they'll, they'll get it, the money from credit cards, which even doesn't belong to them. Adding more debts to what they have. They, these people are not independently wealthy. These people can't even take their wives out for a date or the restaurant to relieve the wife of the house duties or buy them present. They don't remember the last time they ate out or they had fun with their money. These individuals always have stories to tell their children and family members. Meanwhile, they work and work and work and work very hard. They are missing something, but they don't want to. They don't want to admit it. If you look at Africa, there are lots of educated derelicts. derelicts. Most people have finished their education up to the PhD level, but they are still poor. They need something to, to add to their education to make it worthwhile. To make it worthwhile, unfortunately, they don't know that, and they don't. Therefore, they don't know that. Therefore, they don't have it. They don't know that. Therefore, they don't have it. Look at how Africa. Uh, look at how Africans trip to church to pray all the time. Meanwhile, what is the African known for on the world stage? Poverty, diseases, and all sorts. Africans pray a lot. The fact is, even if God were to answer the prayers of many, people can't even receive it. This is because the mental or inner states of these people are ill, dishonest, wicked, cantankerous, and full of negative emotions. There are some people, they behave and you wonder what kind of people they are. The prayers of many in, remain in the air like a balloon, and it doesn't accomplish anything for them. I had a conversation with somebody, and the person said, even though Africans are poor, they are always happy. I corrected the person right there. Africans have been brainwashed to believe that to be poor is good and it's a sure ticket to go to heaven and to win rewards on God's path. To many people, to many Africans, they are suffering on earth to go and enjoy in heaven. And there's absolutely nothing to worry about as everything will be made 
perfect in the next world. Religion preaches poverty to be good because it's a sign of meekness and of, of a virtue taking one to heaven. To many people in the Christian faith, it makes them noble, spiritual, and holy. To them, they are earning so many rewards on the path of God. I've always challenged people when, when the opportunity comes up. How noble, spiritual, holy it is. How can one live and say it is a great feeling not to have money on you? In fact, how, how can one say it is pleasant and wonderful to wake up not to have enough money in your bank account, purse, or wallet to feed your family, provide affordable housing, and meet your basic needs? Many people are very poor, but are very happy and content with their poverty. They've been brainwashed to believe that to be richest of the world. They've been brainwashed to believe that the rich will perish, uh, the, the rich will perish and burn in hellfire. So they are so so they should be happy and content with their poverty. To them, they are suffering on earth to go and enjoy in heaven. How on earth do you think God will make you suffer on earth to go and enjoy in heaven? Does it make sense to you? Put on your thinking cap, caps well. Even as human beings, we will not give our children a stone when they ask us for bread. What makes us think our Heavenly Father will let, will let us suffer on earth to go and enjoy in heaven? If, been, if you have been brought up to believe that rich to be rich is sinful, I urge you to throw away such baseless and unfounded mindset away. This is the wrong mindset. All religious leaders, uh, this is the wrong mindset that religious leaders have sold to their members and the members have bought it so cheaply, easily, and foolishly. Every enlightened person knows that it is not true. It is not true at all. It is not true. If you look at pastors and their leaders, they write in their expensive cars. Some of them have aeroplanes, jets, and all that you can think of. They are very quick to use the Bible to justify what they should have and why they should have it. That's men and women of God on the African continent. Stop using dubious means and cantankerous means to deceive the people in taking money from them. Stop putting fear in them. What is the moral justification for living in an expensive house? Whilst your members live in mad houses, always dressed, always dressed shabbily. Yet, men and women of God are always exploiting their members to enrich themselves. The, souls, the soul in a human being can no longer be disrespected. The soul in a human being can no longer be disrespected at all. But it has to be reverenced. It has to be reverenced. There are serious consequences for being dishonest and using the name of God to lie, to do that. Always ask yourself, who is thinking, saying, feeling all these negative emotions? And you realize that you are. Who is saying all that? It's you. You are the, you the man of God on the woman of God on the pulpit saying that. So in effect, you are punishing yourself and your subconscious mind will create such circumstances for you to experience. You are not smart at all. The members and the citizens have been deceived. Your members have been deceived for far too long. This has made many to be unachievers. They don't want to aim high in life, so they bury their God-given talents and remain poor. And many have become lopsided or one-sided. They react to things and engage in what is termed as fighting against circumstances or quarreling with the world. They, they lead their lives as if they are swatting at flies. Finger pointing, always have a problem with somebody. They can't even think right. They don't know how to take initiative 
to be participators of the everlasting good of the kingdom. We are always anticipators, hoping something will change. This is the time to seek the truth, to set yourself free, man of God, on the, on the African continent. Man or woman of God on the African continent. This is the time to seek the truth and set yourself free from the truth. Failure to do this means you'll be left with empty pews or chairs. And that will be very embarrassing because you deceive the people for far too long. And now they have gotten to their wit's end. They are looking for the truth to liberate themselves. So they'll liberate themselves and leave you. So save yourself with the truth first and give the truth to them. Scripture says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. One thing I know for sure is that God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. So there's no need for such like fake, pro fake prophecies, antics, gimmicks, and all that to make you feel very important. John chapter 4 verse 23, what does it say? Yet a time is coming, and now, and, 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 and uh, yet a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seek. So if you stand on the pulpit, and you know what you are saying is not true, don't say it. The natural order for you is to rise from poverty to riches, not the other way around. The natural order for you is to rise from poverty to riches. That's if you say, I can't afford it, I can't pay the rent, I don't have, I don't, I don't, uh, this and that. You are co-creating what you don't want. Yes, you may not have the money to feed the children. Yes, you may not have the money to pay the rent. Yes, you may not have the money to do this and that. But don't verbalize it out. See what works in that moment. Then flip it around and say something positive which will register in your subconscious mind. For example, I know I'm getting out of this poverty situation now, and all shall pass. Something simple like that. Even if you don't know how to get there, just say that, because there's principle for abundance, none for poverty. You are impressing your subconscious mind with the right information. In this case, you are building castles in the air with a purpose, not the other way around at all. As Africans, we were not taught this at all. So that for the fact that you are poor now, thank God. Thank God for being poor now. And understand the principles. And work with the principles to make yourself rich. That's it. So if you look at Africa, many are poor. They confess in, their, in the negative. And this negativity has created their realities. What they focused on for a very long time has created their realities. It has expanded. Their poverty has expanded funded and gotten bigger because God is taught and God works through our thinking. So the thick, the thick line separating us and other races, especially the white race, is not the color of the skin. It's not the color of the skin at all, my people. Let us get it right moving forward. We got it wrong from the beginning and we are still getting it wrong and it's a huge problem which hates me to my core. As an African child growing up, I never thought like that at all. Intuitively, I believed I could do anything and be anything if I put my mind to. I didn't believe someone could be could keep me trapped in my life. I didn't believe that at all. That is why when everybody would take the broad way, I took the narrow way. And I was prepared for the consequences. And I faced the consequences squarely too. 
I was given names. I was punished. I didn't have friends. But none of it moved me at all. Self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency was my mantra. Was my mantra growing up. Intuitively, I knew I had a place in the world. I was created in the image and likeness of God. I, was, I wasn't shortchanged. I could be anything and do anything. All the challenges on the African continent are opportunities. If Africans will open our mental and spiritual eyes to begin to think and do things in a certain way, God has blessed Africa. God has blessed Africa with a lot, but the African doesn't know how to think, to turn things around. We don't know how to turn our raw materials to riches, and it's a problem. Look at the sun up until now. We haven't done anything with it. All we do is to complain. It's too hard. My people, nature unaided fails. The parable of the talent comes to mind here. The one who was given one and felt nature had been cruel to him, therefore buried it. What happened to him? The little he had was taken away from him. My lovely African, nature, God has given you. If God, nature, gives you a talent, gives you something, and you fail to make good use of it, God has every right to take it away from you. So God gave the West the snow. They have made millions out of it. And God gave Africa the sun. What have you done with it? What have we done with it? This, is, this should set every African thinking. Again, the thick line separating us and other races, especially the white race, is not the color of the skin at all. My people, get it right. Let us get it right. We, are, we got it wrong from the beginning, and we are still getting it wrong. And it's a huge problem. Look at the African Americans, the black Americans. Many of them are living in poverty, though they are in the midst of wealth. What does it tell you and I? The land of opportunities, the land of dreams, the land that everybody is craving to come on. Uh, some of our people are already there, but they are poor. My people, let us understand that the blessings of the Lord makes us rich and he adds no sorrow to it. That's, I don't understand it when some people say the previous years the Lord blessed me, but this year the Lord hasn't blessed me or vice versa. That is, a, that is not the true nature of God at all. That is not the true nature of God at all. God, good, can only cause good things. The same fountain cannot cause both sweet and bitter water. We injure ourselves by our own wrong thinking. God is forward, onward, upward, and Godward. In other words, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He doesn't change to, to suit societal trends and norms. Get it right. That is not his nature at all. So you may, you may be in debt, however, and have no funds, influence, intangible wealth. That, that is okay. You don't have anything. That is okay. A lot of people have the same problem. But now, the truth Use the truth to move from poverty to riches by seeing God as your source and supply of everything. Even if you wake up in the morning and say, thank you, God, you are my source and supplier of everything, something happens in your life. Keep on saying that and see. The truth is you were created in the image and likeness of God. You were not shortchanged in life at all. Maybe you haven't thought of it that way. That is why. So you can do anything and be anything if you put your mind to. The right mindset is what others have done, 
You can do too. There's no one God has put, uh, there's one thing God has put in your heart to bless humanity with. There's one thing God has put in on your heart to bless humanity with. God never repeated any of us. So the talent, your limitless possibilities or potentials and opportunity lying, it's lying in you dormant waiting for your activation. There's, there, 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 even if you want to call it gold, gem or whatever, there's something in you that is waiting for your activation right now. And it is your sole job or responsibility to call this power in you silently, quietly, and calmly to say, Father, show me my rightful place in life. And he will. That is how to move from poverty to riches. No other way. No other way. No other way, my dear. This is how to move from poverty to riches. If you are able to tap into that power, Everything works out for you in a perfect way. In a perfect way. That's all you have to do. Father, show me my rightful place. In that way, you can your, your, your talent will bless humanity and you fulfill your sacred path in the universe. And the universe has no choice than to reward you with a heaven on earth. And this is what the Bible says. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And there are so many Bible verses that speak to that. So get this understanding very well. Now, whenever I give the talk about this message, people ask me, Iralen, can you show me and can you show me my talent or possibilities or whatever? And I tell them, no. Some people are just mentally lazy. They like what's, what is being said, but are not willing to put in the hard work. They have a mind, but they fail to think. They want me to do their thinking for them. I tell them no right away, simply because I wasn't there when God created them. So it is your sole responsibility to figure that out. Riches is like the air around all of us. The air around us. There's no shortage of it. Or, or, there's no shortage of air. At all. Each one of us can breathe all he or she wants, and there's no shortage of it. That is how our riches are. Each one can breathe all he or she wants, and there's no shortage of it at all. Because it is there, we take it for granted, and we don't even acknowledge it, let alone be appreciated for it, let alone say thank you. There's plenty of things, of everything, as well as abundance of, of, of opportunities for the man or woman who tune in with the infinite wisdom, infinite mind, infinite storehouse, and think big. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, the kingdom of health, kingdom of peace, kingdom of joy, abundance in material things. My dear, there's enough for everything. Begin to realize the creative power within you. It's unlimited. You need not to worry about taking more than you, you share because the infinite storehouse in is inexhaustible and internal. Mankind's greatest folly is not realizing that greatest folly is not realizing true riches is within him or her, but looking up to external products, possessions, and conditions as the true riches, as the true riches, instead of 
creative, the, instead of the creative power within him or her, my dearly beloved, life was not meant to be a struggle. Life was not meant to be a struggle. Survive by looting the system or engaging in dubious and dishonest means, such as bribery, cor corruption, manipulation, and cheating others, especially the poor, to amass wealth. I've never believed in such such way of life since I was a kid. Some people they love dubious and dishonest dishonest deals too much. Let me expose and teach you a certain truth you don't know. The God that lives in you is abandoned. But if you don't know this truth, you will swim against the tide instead of flow with it. There's so much corruption in Africa because many don't know this truth. And it's about time humanity comes to terms with this truth. This way, no other way. Life was not meant to be a struggle. Life was not meant to be a struggle at all. Survival, looting the system or engaging in dubious, dishonest means to amass wealth. No. Life was meant to be joyously abandoned, gleeful, and flamboyant. That is the right mindset to have. My dearly beloved, there's no virtue in poverty. It's a mental disease and it should be abolished from the surface of the earth. Let, learn how to work smart by using your mind to make good use of all the available talents and possibilities deposited in you right now. Keep on saying, Father, show me my rightful place in this world. And that is what I did. Do what you love doing, what you are passionate about, what gives you your juice, what makes you self-fulfilled, self, what makes you very happy. People, the usual term people say that your purpose in life. Do that. So your desire for health, abundance, happiness, and all the good things you desire represent the edges, problems, feelings, or hunches, or hunches, yeah, if, or, of infinite intelligence seeking expression through you. So intelligently and intentionally begin to work towards it and take steps towards it. Don't work hard by doing two to three jobs, yet breaking your back, bones, and joints. Yet when people ask you for money or your, you can't even give them. Let the words of Dr. Joseph Murphy spare you greatly, spare you up greatly, trying to accumulate wealth, wealth by the sweat of your brow and hard labor is one way to become the richest man in the graveyard. You do not have to strive or slave. You do not have to strive or slave. So use your mind, work smart but not hard. The whole reason you are on earth is to find your true place in life. If an individual finds it, it is called the purpose of human existence. In that case, you are living a purpose-driven life. When your desires bless humanity, when you have a desire to bless humanity, then you've completed your second pass in the universe. And as I said, the universe rewards you with a heaven on earth. Don't add up to the numbers. Don't occupy space or copy what others have done and call it development. That is a lazy way of life. You have to create your own originality. You are here to give your talents to the world by creating your own originality with your own signature and direct and put your hands on your chest and say, this is what I've done with the help of God. I am the master of my faith and captain of my soul. William Ernest Henning can borrow his words and say that 
you'll be very happy that you said that even you are not here to earn a mere living or dress in shabby clothes and live in a filthy environment. No, that doesn't depict the presence and glory of God. Life is a gift to you. So surround yourself with beauty and luxury and realize that it is your divine right but not a privilege to be rich. It is your feeling of oneness with God in your heart that makes you rich. So desire now to make the most of yourself. And I love what Ralph Waldo Emerson said. Once you make that decision, the universe conspires to make it happen for you. The how part is never your job. To think about that freezes your mind. So don't worry about that at all. Just do your part by taking the steps that will move you from darkness, that is poverty, into riches, that is light. Once you do your part very well, the universe of God will never fail to do its part. Remember, we depend on God. He doesn't depend on us. We rely on God. He doesn't rely on us. So God is the giver and we are the receivers. Now have the understanding that God works through people. That's if you say this person is racist. I like this person. I don't like this person because this person is from this, this tribe. I don't like this tribe. This person irritates me and this person annoys me. Uses of bad language and all sorts. You are in effect blocking your own blessings. You must work on yourself to be a new creature. Let the old things talking, vain talk goes away. Let it all go away. And 2 Corinthians 5.17, it gives you, let the old self go. And let the new one come. Let your talking and everything be enlightened. Be a enlightened lady or the gentleman. All human beings are expression of God. And you don't know who, is going, who God is going to use to bless you through the law of attraction. And you can't dictate to the creative force what he, if you dictate to the creative force, the universe will not even take it. So that's do what I do. Learn to love all, embrace all, accept all, include all, and have an open mind towards all. Humanity's problem is that they feel, people feel it is their right to judge and fix others. No, and not at all. Be in your lane. There are ascended masters, angels, mentors, guides, teachers, life workers, and all who help God in their, in their daily endeavors. They are very competent in what they do. They don't need your help at all. They don't need your help. They have, have, have you ever heard that the universe is clashing? That it needs experts on earth to sort it out? Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard that the, the God needs somebody to help with the day and night. It has never happened, and it will never happen. The only thing they need from you is total obedience and compliance. That's it. So let me throw the question to you. What do you want? Poverty or riches? In choosing one, one must go. What do you choose? It all depends on you. My duty is to expose you to the truth, which I've just done. Poverty is, is not the making of God. It all depends on you. Put on your thinking heart properly and make your rightful check and uh, make your rightful choice. In fact, do you agree with Dr. Joseph Murphy when he said when, when, when he said poverty should be abolished from the surface of this earth? I take this opportunity to salute him and say hello to him in the other world. Now is the time to choose wisely 
to move from poverty into riches by making use of all the talent, limitless possibilities or potentials deposited in you all this while. Nature is lavish, extravagant, and bountiful. Mankind's shortage of luck comes from not having this understanding. There's abundance of opportunities for men and women who will go with the current of life and stop swimming against the tide. You should be able to work on yourself to have a clean and a clear mind because God is holy and it's through this holiness that ideas will begin to pop in your mind like toast pop out of a toaster. You should be able to say, now I know my mind was a, a, a wilderness, was full of wilderness and a desert before. There was nothing growing there but weeds of ignorance, fear and unworthiness. Now, I am on my way to victory. I am independently wealthy, prosperous. I am living in God's opulence and abundance. And I radiate to others as well because I found my true place in life. I found my true place in life. And I'm using my talents deposited in me to bless humanity. That, is, that should be your talk right now. I found my true place in life. And I'm using it to bless humanity in Canada. When you talk like that, you fulfilled your second pass in the universe. So the universe also rewards you. Press down, shaking together, running over. We know all these verses, but we are not enjoying it. You should be able to say, I found the truth and I'm setting myself free. All things are ready for you. All things are ready for you. If your mind be so, begin to say, I will make the most of myself. This is the most exciting time to be alive. If an individual understands all that is going on in our world, be sincerely blessed and enlightened by this topic. And enlightened by this topic. The book of Proverbs says, In all I get in, let us get understanding. Anything that you didn't understand from what I said, ask God for wisdom to understand it better. Time to leave the garden, my friend. Please think and think and make a decision. And make a decision whether you want poverty or you want riches. One must go. And which one will you let go? Poverty or riches? It's up to you. It's entirely up to you. So the new consciousness for the 21st century is a determination to redefine one's own destiny to conquer the world. The time has come, and now is the hour that the 21st century, that the 21st in the 21st century, everyone has to worship God in truth and in spirit. That is awakening to the truth that the power to do anything and to be within and to and to be is within us, not outside us. That every soul was created in the image and likeness of God. Each and every one of us is on earth to add his or her contribution to the world to make the world a better place. No human being was shortchanged at birth. There's no photocopy or carbon copy of you. You are a unique individual and you are full of limitless potentials or possibilities. It is your job or sole responsibility to bring it out by connecting with the power within you. This power is the very breath of your own life, which keeps you alive and keeps everything in order. There are no more excuses pointing fingers at others and indulging in blame games for 
for anyone in the 21st century. We, we keep on wasting time. We cannot afford to do that and live in ignorance about universal laws and principles. Everything is now, my dear. Everything is now. It is time for a change. As a child of God and a citizen of the universe, I invite all, especially those who believe in the law of divine oneness and diversity, as we march majestically for the creation of a new Africa and the new black race. I imagine in my mind, we say all together a collective prayer and slogan together. And a collective prayer goes like, and God shall wipe away all the pain, suffering, and disappointment from the face of Africa and all the black communities in the diaspora through the collective efforts of all of us. There will be no more poverty, no more lack, no more wars, no more diseases, no more underdevelopment, no more street violence, no more armed robberies, gang crime, drug culture in all black communities, both on the continent and in the diaspora. The former Africa and the former black race have passed away at the appearance of the new Africa and the new black race. We now know the truth and we are all sorry to take a rightful place in the uh, to take a rightful place in the universe it is wonderful our slogan also goes like this i want people one continent one race one destiny in africa when the citizens begin to think clearly to realize that they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes of for ritual purposes or for money then africa will no longer be referred to as a dark continent this is a time in the 21st century that every african has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in a racial subconscious mind to clean the mind, to invent, innovate, and bring forth ideas that will move the human evolution forward. What thoughts have implanted in a subconscious mind, the same thought can uproot. We want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine a continent so together we all think big and do great things. This is a time to free the African from the mental bondage, shackles, and all sorts of negativity and expose them to the root source and location of power to invent and innovate to move the evolution forward. The location of power is not in chumps, amulets, under the bed, on your waist, and all sorts. The African has been disappointed for far too long. It is time to give power to every African as within, so without, as in heaven, so on earth. As above, so below. As it is now and up until now. Africans are stalling the evolution process and it has to stop. If you look at Africa right now, it is all inhabited by black people. A continent is not a diverse continent and this does not depict the glory and presence of God at all. Diversity is the strength of every nation. Every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and knows what I'm talking about. We have to clean and clean our environment and surround it from all filth and change our mindset first and invite all, and invite all to come and taste the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says it cannot be done or it's impossible or what are you saying, the mind with a vivid and clear imagination says it's already done. It's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. It is done. And Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do his own good pleasure. I am the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group at EMG. We dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. 
As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept the rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-nots, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Eagle Helen Mensah. I'm a child of God, a citizen of the universe, a wish to my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I give love to humanity and it comes back to me, not in million folds, but in billion folds. I wish you all that I wish for myself, for myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.